Rogers scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the ball. He's got time at the 10 to the 5, yes. to the end zone. Touchdown, and a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning, fading shot. Up, gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. fans what's going on welcome to the packers trilogy podcast presented by the wisconsin sports trilogy the podcast for diehard packer fans by diehard packer fans i am your host trevor you can find me on twitter at bender underscore trevor and tonight i am joined with tyler aka t plush you can find him on twitter at tyler kurth and scott decided that sleep was more important than reporting this podcast. So, you know, don't follow him him on Twitter because he's stupid and I fought with him this entire game. <laughs> so you probably would have had a good podcast if he joined. Um, before we get to anything, we need to first mention Jamal Williams and Avante Maddox. And hope that those two players are okay because they had some scary looking hits tonight. Um, and I know Jamal was rushed to the hospital. Sounded like he had feeling and movement in all of his extremities. So that's good news there. Haven't heard much else. Um, and Maddox, I haven't heard anything on yet. But hopefully we hear good news in the coming days for both of those players. But Tyler, other than that, how are you doing? I have one word to summarize this game, and that is... Ah! <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> it is the most frustrating. And uh, when we finally got our offense clicking, we lose. Ugh. I don't know. I know this is a touchy subject for you, but give me back the lockdown, shutdown defense that's not going to give up over 30 points a game because that means we win. Uh, I know that's going to make you mad by me saying that, so <laughs> uh, that's kind of half why I did it, but uh, that the way it ended with those multiple trips into the red zone, um, turning the ball over on four straight passes, and then that last play, I don't know if it hit MVS in the chest or if it got tipped, I don't even know what happened yet, but it obviously got intercepted in the end, and that's what counts, and not the way you want to lose a football game, especially at home. So, ugh, frustrating. That's my summarization right there. <laughs> yeah, um, it was very frustrating. There was some good things that came out of this game, but for Tyler and I's sake, we're going to start with the negatives because at this point we just need to vent because that was, that was a tough one to watch. Um, so first and foremost... Let's start with that defense you mentioned, Tyler. Why don't you just take it away? Talk about how poorly this defense played in this game. Well, obviously, you have to start with the run defense. They could not stop the run worth a shit tonight. 
Um, we've mentioned it on the last couple podcasts, but obviously when you're winning games, you just kind of brush it off. And today we didn't win. Um, so Jordan Howard averages 5.8 car- yards per carry on 15 attempts. Uh, Miles Sanders averages six and a half yards on 11 attempts. Um, and yeah, you could drive semi trucks through just about every hole on any rushing play that the Eagles attempted. And kudos to the Eagles because I actually thought they were going to pass the ball a lot more, but they were pretty balanced tonight. Um, so I will tip my cap to them on that. Um, but you know, Packers can't force turnovers, which is what we've been so good at doing all year. It seemed like we couldn't generate any pressure at all, um, which obviously led to the Eagles doing just about anything they wanted to do offensively. And then I'm going to put the blame on Trevor for jinxing our red zone defense. I think they gave up a touchdown every time the Eagles were in there after we were just talking about how good they were on the last podcast. And um, drawing a blank on the first name, Redmond for the Packers. Um, correct me what his first name is. God, he was he awful tonight. He got burned by Zach Ernst a million times, um, one time for a touchdown. And it was just a piss poor effort. I don't know if you want to blame it on the short week or what, but I was not impressed um, with what they brought to the table today. Well, that was Will Redmond. Ah, there it is. (laughs) Will, yep. Um, Second, Zach Ernst didn't have a touchdown in this game, Tyler. Yeah, he did. He sure didn't. No, he didn't. Jordan Howard had two on the ground. Alshon Jeffrey, Jordan Howard, and Dallas Goddard. Oh, it was Dallas Goddard. It was late in the first half, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's the play I was thinking of. (laughs) Yeah, I just had to call you on your shit. Somebody's got to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, were they really balanced, though? They actually had more runs than they did passes. And you might say because they just ran on that last drive, but they had six more runs than passes, which is pretty substantial. So that's kind of surprising. I know Scott kept saying oh Carson Wentz is destroying us and I'm like no he's not he is not the reason we're losing this game the reason we're losing this game is because Jordan Howard averaged 5.8 yards a carry Miles Sanders averaged 6.5 six and a half yards a carry we were giving up to that kid like what are we doing I know Mike Patton's theory is you stop the pass you can win games that way because that's the way NFL teams move the football. And like Tyler said, credit to Philadelphia, credit um, to Doug Peterson for sticking with the run because it obviously worked. The Packers couldn't do anything against it. I thought they needed to change up their defense kind of going into the fourth quarter because they just couldn't do anything to stop Jordan Howard or Miles Sanders. And it was really frustrating. And I know, like I said, Scott kept telling me that Carson Wentz was the one that was beating us because he has a 113.2 passer rating. Well, let's just talk about his other stats. 16 completions on 27 attempts for 160 yards. 160 yards. That's a 5.9 attempt. 
yards per attempt. Okay, let's just take a gander back in the history of the NFL. If you look at, I know these are season averages and not just a game and game small sample size, but let's go back to NFL averages for yards gained per pass attempt, okay? We're going to have to go back all the way to 1939 to have a season that had less than what Carson Wentz had tonight in terms of yards per attempt. That's atrocious. That's terrible. (laughs) Um, That is not good quarterback play, in my opinion. He just basically hit checkdowns the whole game, and he had a 59% completion percentage. Aaron Rodgers was chucking the ball around the field, and he had a 64% completion percentage. And the only reason that Carson Wentz's passer rating is better is because he had one more touchdown and Aaron Rodgers had the pick. Carson Wentz didn't. And that pick, eh, that's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. He put the ball on the receiver. Defense made a good play. And it just happened to get tipped in the air and there's nothing you can do about it. But Aaron Rodgers was averaging eight yards in attempt. Eight yards compared to the measly 5.9. And Jordan Howard almost got 5.9. He got 5.8 per carry. Miles Sanders had six and a half. They were doing better on the ground than they were in the past game. And Carson Wentz did not beat us in this game. He was bad. This was the worst performance I've seen by a quarterback that had an over 100 passer rating. He was bad. He wasn't good at all. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What do you think of that, Tyler? (laughs) Well, Scott would be proud of you for uh, mentioning the passer rating, and he also wanted me to mention a big F you to you, Trevor, (laughs) Um, because he he thought uh, Carson Wentz was a main reason why we lost this game. Um, But wow. Would you say 1939? That's that's a long time ago um, since the Packers have given up those rushing averages. I mean, holy shit! Um, but no, 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 no. That's NFL average for quarterbacks in terms of yards per attempt. Oh, okay. So that was the last time that. Granted, it wasn't NFL season, and this was just a game, but that. Over an NFL season, all the quarterbacks averaged less than that. The year after that, they were like 6.3 or 6.4, I think. So 5.9 is terrible. And if you watch this game, I swear to God, Carson Wentz didn't throw the ball down the field more than 15 yards, more than maybe once, twice in this game. Like that's that's like being Case Keenum good. That's not a good quarterback. (laughs) You have a point. Uh, and the things that Carson Wentz did that we that again that other quarterbacks we haven't played this year did though was make uh, obviously quicker reads, uh, better reads, and uh, a lot more on target throws. Uh, you know, I know you mentioned his completion percentage wasn't that good, but we saw a couple like RPO options in there um, that 
you know, he delivered the ball on a dime. And when you're playing against, you know, our previous quarterbacks, Trubisky and Cousins, a lot of times they miss those throws. So they're not able to, like, convert on a third down, which the Eagles were very good at today. I mean, so, yeah, Carson Wentz, he didn't necessarily beat us by throwing the ball down the field, but he was effective in that short game, as you mentioned, and just really helping the chains move along. And obviously it helps when the Packers uh, can't stop the run for shit. But the defense also, you know, as long as we're still on the topic of that, was awful. I mean, no sacks throughout tonight and only two QB hits. Um, That's not going to get the job done against... I'm going to say a good tier quarterback. I mean, he's obviously above any quarterback we've seen this year. I wouldn't label Carson Wentz as elite, but he's he's pretty damn good. So uh, I don't know if it was the up-tempo, the no-huddle offense that the Eagles went with every now and then or what, but they better, uh, better regroup uh, for the next coming week. Yeah, I mean... Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. I just didn't agree with Scott when he said that he was the reason we lost this game. Um, but I think part of the problem with the defense, and this really, these two things played on each other. So, like you said, not getting sacks really hurt. And I think that's part of the reason why Carson Wentz was making some of those throws that we weren't used to seeing. Because in the first three games, there was very big humans hitting those quarterbacks all the time. And it seemed like almost every throw it was happening. Um, so when you get a clean pocket, when you're able just to kind of sit back there and read a defense and then hit your checkdowns the whole game, I hope you can throw the ball semi-accurately. And it still wasn't because it was 59%. All right, I'm done with Carson Wentz. Uh, but... I think another part of that, not getting the sacks early was part of it. And then also the fact that you can't stop the run, it's really hard to know when the Eagles are going to drop back and throw. So you can't pin your ears back because you're constantly in second and four, third and two, second and five. Like you can't just pin your ears back and go for it go for the quarterback because you can't stop the run so you have to be mindful of that you have to play to that and when you're doing that you have to be able to stop the run and the Packers were not able to do it tonight and it was bad Um, I didn't think in today's NFL that a team could beat you on the ground but this team definitely beat the Packers by running the football and it's Kind of scary looking forward, especially considering who we got next week in Zeke Elliott and the Cowboys. But we basically get a bye week, mini bye here. So hopefully they can do some game planning to stop him and maybe some tackling drills, maybe. <laughs> um, but let's roll on over to the offense, Tyler. And we're going to start positive on the offense and the number one and number two stars in this game were Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Those two were unreal, especially in the first half for Devontae. Um, I thought they needed to get him more involved in the second half, and I know late in the game he was out with that foot injury that he had. Um, But what did you think of those two players in this one? (laughs) Well, let's start with AR-12. He was the absolute man today. 
um, finishes the game with uh, 422 passing yards. And you think that's like very Aaron Rodgers like, but last year he only uh, threw for over 400 yards three times. One of those was against Detroit, the other against the 49ers, and then the last against the Jets. So, not very good teams. I was telling you all night, like, it's been a while since we've seen this Aaron Rodgers. And he did a tremendous job. I mean, that wheel route to Jimmy Graham in the third quarter, the way he stood in there, took the hit, placed the ball perfectly uh, right over the defender's head was awesome. Uh, those back-to-back throws to Gmo uh, to end right at the end of the first half, uh, that was our vintage Aaron Rodgers play. I mean, yeah, you hope that this continues throughout, you know, the rest of the year. Um, cause obviously the negative to this was the run game, which is why we passed so much. Um, and then Devonte Adams, Matt LaFleur said, I want to get Adams the ball more. And I, I didn't really know what that was going to look like, um, going into the game, but they simply just they to let him work and Rodgers target him. Obviously the Eagles secondary is not very good at all. Um, so that kind of played to our advantage, but I mean, he's able to do whatever he wanted. And I mean, yeah, I don't think, I don't think there is any corner who can shut down Devonte Adams um, in the league. So really you should be kind of targeting him as much as we did tonight every game and we've kind of seen the last couple games now the trend is to target him especially early in the game which helps to our our fast starts which we had another uh opening drive touchdown today so um i think that's just something that they need to work on continuing throughout the game and obviously it helps when Devontae adams is healthy and can finish the game but i don't know what did you have on those two guys yeah i mean i think kind of going into halftime I was downplaying Rodgers's game so far he did start very good and he had a good first half he had a good game he had a really good game um I just I didn't see it in the first half for some reason like I just didn't feel it was going that good I mean obviously it was and then I look at the stats and I'm like wow he has had a good game but I just it didn't feel like it was as good as it was going. Um, I think he started 10 for 10 to start the game. Um, and you're right, he did have some dimes in this one. Those passes to Gmo, I felt like were overthrown, and Gmo made two good plays on those late in that first half. Um, he underthrew Devontae in the second half. Oh, I don't remember exactly when it was. It was on a fly route. Um, would have been a touchdown. Oh, that was by like millimeters, man. <laughs> millimeters. Yes, but he throws a good ball, it's a touchdown. Like oh. if he throws it where it's supposed to be, because, and it wasn't millimeters underthrown, because it hit the defender before it hit Devontae. So if he puts it a foot out in front, that's an uncontested touchdown. Easy. But instead, it's a little bit underthrown. And it doesn't work out. But I legit, like, I was staring at my TV. And when he threw that pass to Jimmy Graham on that wheel route, I, like, I freaked out. Because that is 2011, 2014, run the table. That's that's that Aaron Rodgers with that throw. Um, 
So if he's able, able to get that more consistently and we're able to be a little bit more balanced because we had 20 rushes in this game, only five or five of them were from Aaron. So 13 or 15 of them were from the rest of the team. One of them was Gmo, one of them was Vitale, and then 13 to Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones has not got it going here. I don't know if opposing teams have figured out how to stop him or what's going on because he had a 1.6 yard average and it was really frustrating to watch um, this run game try to figure it out because they just can't. And I know um, a lot of this goes on the offensive line. I felt like Aaron Rodgers did a good job of avoiding sacks other than that strip sack. Um, but I think overall this offensive line did not play very good. Their pass protection looked okay because Rodgers was very mobile, looked very good back there making the right decisions, checking down when he needed to, stepping up, rolling out when he needed to. Um, But in the rush game, it was bad. Aaron Jones is getting hit two, three, four yards in the backfield. And if he did get to the line of scrimmage, he was getting hit one or two yards from the line of scrimmage. That's you can't win like that. You got to give him a few opportunities to get some space. And when he did in the passing game, he did good. He made some guys miss. Um remember one specifically in the fourth quarter, but it was just frustrating not being able to get him going and I think that really contributed because even though the Eagles secondary is bad, they knew passes were coming. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball 53 times. They knew that it was coming, so it was easier for them to play that way, I guess. Um, so that was just really frustrating. How did you feel? Did you think it was that big of an impact, the rush game, or where do you stand on that? Yeah, it's obviously frustrating, and you're right. It starts with the offensive line. I mean, really, this game was determined by the fact the Packers couldn't win on the trenches on either side. Um, I mean, obviously, losing Brian Balaga during the game doesn't help because we talked about it. Alex Light did not look very good. Uh, Good old Jenkins, a little How I Met Your Mother (laughs) reference there. even he didn't look good in the run game. We saw him last week in his first NFL start. He was getting downfield and plowing over guys, and he was not getting any penetration up the field at all. We even saw, what, a false start by Bakhtiari, best left tackle in the league. He doesn't make mistakes. Like, come on. Um, so, yeah, I think I don't think it's an Aaron Jones problem. I think it was, for whatever reason, the Eagles' defensive line, they shelled out today. Um, and I, I know – Jones has kind of struggled the last couple games, but I have faith he'll get it going. I'm glad you mentioned he did have an impact in the passing game. I mean, he ends the game with six catches, and I think that is obviously good for him to show his ability to catch the ball, but it's also good B for Aaron Rodgers because most of those were checkdowns. There was a couple screens thrown in there, but Aaron Rodgers really showed the ability to actually hit the check down which is exciting for Aaron Rodgers because normally he passes up on those opportunities and tries to either throw it downfield or extend the play and ends up throwing it out of bounds like what we saw most of last year so check down game is exciting for me Um, but I'd imagine Aaron Jones will get it going I mean I'm kind of surprised we didn't see a little bit more of Dexter Williams um, once Jamal Williams went out active Oh, it was inactive. That would explain it. Never mind. But 
I would imagine going forward we might see him, and you know he kind of ended the preseason and training camp on a bad note. So uh, how he performs is going to be interesting to monitor going forward. Yeah, I think he hopefully in these first few weeks have been able to figure out being more kind of that Jamal Williams type, just doing your job and being in the right place at the right time. But he is another very explosive back. Um, It would be a nice one-two punch if we can get him to be consistent enough to actually get him out on the field because right now it's hard to because you don't know if he's going to be able to make the right plays in pass protection, be in the right spots in going out for passes and things like that. So although he is explosive, you got to make sure he can be sound and be where we need him to be. Um, If he's able to do that, I think he can really help this team. And I think we've talked about it in the offseason for a long time. The two back sets, I think he could be very effective in that um, predicament if he's able to get on the field. Um, One other thing we've talked about, Aaron Rodgers playing really well, Devontae playing really well. There's some receivers that played well in this game. Um, MVS, he only had three catches, but 47 yards. It's a 15, almost 16-yard average. Um, Gmo, three receptions for 52, 17-yard average. He had the touchdown. Again, two of those were right at the end of the half and really got some momentum back on the Packers' side going into halftime. And then Jimmy Graham, not quite as explosive of an average, but he seemed to be the player that I was kind of expecting him to be a red zone player, third down player. Um, I mean, better late than never, but if he's able to do six receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown, like if he's a third down and red zone threat, that that's all we need him to be really at this point, because Devante can do a lot. MVS can get downfield um, Robert Tanyan, he only had one catch tonight, but I feel like he can be more of that first and second down tight end option. And then you have Jimmy Graham, just because he's a big body, just throw him out there. And he's a veteran guy. He should he's knows, knows what he's doing. Um, and one more player I wanted to mention, he wasn't super noticeable in this game other than the one play he had where – he catches the ball in the flat on a check down, another check down, um, and Mercedes Lewis catches it, turns up field, and completely hurdles another human being, and <laughs> I did not know he was capable of that. <laughs> um, so that was great to see. I think there was a lot of positives. I mean, the offense put up 27. Would love to see them break the 30-point mark. Um but I felt more confident in the offense um, outside of those two late drives in the fourth quarter. You got to get it in the end zone. You got to get some points there. But I mean, overall, I think the Packers did very good offensively. I think they kind of figured it out. Um, really big setback for the defense, but hopefully they can figure it out and. Next week is going to be a big big look into that if they did because 
they're going to run Zeke all over us if they can. Um, so they got to figure out a way to stop him because if they get him going and Dak Prescott has to throw the ball 20 times and he plays decent, that game's going to be very, very hard to win. So, Tyler, do you have anything else on this game? Uh, the only other things I have, I know you mentioned you're high in MVS's game. Um I do think it is worth noting he only hauled in three out of his seven targets uh, throughout the game, which obviously isn't very effective at all. And that, that last play just still burns in my mind, which I don't think is entirely his fault, but still um, worth mentioning. Um, and then on the defensive side, Kevin King had a nice bounce back game. It seemed like he was always disrupting plays on the ball, especially against Elshon Jeffrey, who was only... Uh, limited to three catches this game so um, just two little shout outs right there and then you mentioned the Cowboys we get to see good old Randall Cobb again Um, so I think that'll be exciting uh, to look forward to um, throughout the next matchup yeah Um, so try not to overreact I know I overreacted in this podcast but try not to overreact um there was three weeks of good defense, one week of bad, um, and ever since week one, this offense has gotten better and better and better. This week, they don't increase their scoring total, but they were they played better in this one, and I don't think there's much question about that. Um, and thank you for bringing up Kevin King. He did play extremely well in this one. Um, and according to ESPN, he was the only one with pass breakups, it looks like, with two of them, or pass defense is what they call it. Um, again, according to ESPN. But I think overall, defensively, um, corners were pretty good. Pass rush was terrible. And safety play was okay. There was some times where I thought Amos and Savage didn't make a great play, but for the most part they were there um and it was really it was really evident that the pass rush was not getting home um one final shout out Blake Martinez who's was the leader coming into this game in the NFL in solo tackles and he got 10 in this one so probably going to keep that belt in terms of NFL lead there but that's going to be it for us And make sure you guys are checking out when our preview for the Dallas one comes out. I imagine Thursday next week, so you'll get a little break from hearing our voices. Um, But make sure you're checking out the Brewers podcast because, let's go, the Brewers are in. And the Cubs aren't going to play anyone, but maybe they can win a game. And if the Brewers sweep, we got another 163, so... Hopefully we can see some run there, so make sure you're checking that out. The Bucks, the Bucks start in like a month, so we'll have more and more shows coming out for that. I know we've been slacking on that one, but we will get back into it. It's a boring offseason in the NBA. There's never anything going on. At least in the NFL, there's something going on most of the time. Um, but, yes, that'll be it for us. Make sure you're checking out the other podcast and don't overreact to this one. Go Pack Go. Peace.